normal then this is not the show for you please go somewhere else this is wyrd if it's getting weird it's got to be the weird mountain gals show you're listening to byron and alicia the weird mountain gals weird having a week off last week it was absolutely bizarre you are correct about that ma'am <laughs> it was well, tell I, our I miss, miss seeing you too i miss you too you. you too tell our listeners what was going on well i had this new computer and this one's got a ginormous hard drive on it that's been our problem since we 
started podcasting is that we have these great big giant sound files and I'm one of these people I have to have them here and here and here and here in case something tears up but there was no computer that was going to hold everything until now you see so I've got the, the backup is dealt with so we've got it We've got a safe backup going on at all times. And now we have a computer that's got more storage space than the entire radio station I used to work for. So <laughs> it should be okay. And it's also got, it's got the last three computers in it that I've had. All of my stuff. That mean you know what that means? I was thinking the other day. That means I can go into the oldest computer that's being stored here and uh, I can hear my grandfather's voice. Oh, that's wonderful. I had a recording where he had, you remember when the internet was dial up and you couldn't, oh, yeah. people would call in and knock you off the internet and stuff. There was a, a some software service out there or something that, that I had on my computer that would let give him a message. And it would say, the person you're trying to reach is using the internet. But if you'd like to leave them a message, we'll give it to them when they hang up. And so I've got that recording of my grandpa. So yay. Oh, I love that. <laughs> that is That makes it worth it. But now we got, you know, this computer is happening and hopefully it's as solid as it can be. Thus far, it's, it's worked very well. I'm pleased with it. Excellent. What a great <laughs> way to start off the new year. Yay. Yep, yep, yep. I'm I'm really happy about it. And I, I feel, feel kind of jazzed about 2024 because I, I, I think it's going to be a hard year, but I feel more capable of facing it. Me if that too. Makes any sense. I don't, yep. I, I don't, I hope I'm not going into it with any, you know, false expectations. During COVID, we had the one horrible year there in COVID in my opinion, you know, the hardest year is what I should say, maybe not horrible. And which which one was that for you? Twenty was it twenty twenty one? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, but because like I said, it, you know, it it wasn't actually horrible, but it, there were some things about it that were hard. But every year since then, it seems like I've come out of it saying, "Okay, this year's going to be great. It'll go right back to normal," and it doesn't. And I finally just got to this place of saying, it's never going to go back to the way it was. And I just have to deal with that. And so I feel more capable of facing the year. Does yeah. that make any sense? Yeah, it makes perfect sense. Yeah. Yeah, I, I feel kind of the same way. I'm, You know, I'm an omen reader. So, you know, mm -hmm. I've looked at how many hawks and, and what the crows are doing and all that stuff. But wh what I'm so tickled about and tickled may be the wrong word, but it's a word I'm going to use is that we're going to have an eclipse and that's going to shoot across the middle part of the country, the mm -hmm. middle part of the country where the sun is going to go dark. And at about the same time, two different generations of cicadas are mm -hmm. are going to push screaming from the earth and that just feels right <laughs> it feels big doesn't it it does feel big do you remember rise screaming we're just gonna rise up screaming rise up i i guess about maybe 50 years ago 
God, I can't believe I'm saying that. Oh, my God. <laughs> but about 50 years ago, there was a pretty bad invasion of locusts here in West mm -hmm. Asheville and probably everywhere. You know, yeah. I, I just didn't know. Do you remember how bad that got? They were. I do. I mean, that was the shells were everywhere. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. And, and, and I remember you couldn't walk outside without crunching. Could yeah. go outside barefooted. It'd be very gross. <laughs> yeah, and the and the noise, the sound of all of that too. It was yeah, yeah. Yes, the sound it. was. I remember it very well. It was interesting, wasn't it? it the sound was. Yeah, I, I I I can't remember the exact sound. I know if I hear it again, I'll instantly remember it. Yeah, but but. In my mind, I'm hearing something that sounds like a really big cicada. Which well, may... it, to me, it sounds a lot like uh, some kind of the whirring of some kind of equipment. It doesn't sound natural. <laughs> There's so many of them. It sounds like they sound like a machine. Yeah. Yeah, mm. exactly. <laughs> Which I like those crows a lot better than the farting crows, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> so I'll tell you, the the crows have been so funny in the last week. You know, oh. I'll come out the back door and they're like flapping and hooting. And I'm like, what is going on with y'all? And I'm sure what's going on with them is that they're getting their nests ready. And because pretty soon it's going to be, you know, baby time. I know we're in midwinter. I'm so excited. We are so at happy. spring now. I tell you, as far as I'm concerned, once Emil happens tomorrow, then we're it's early spring. It, it's all going in that direction for sure. I can Absolutely. I can call my mom and say, well, it's gonna it's gonna get light earlier and earlier because man, she hates that time of darkness. You know, more dark. Than oh, light. does she? Oh, yeah. yeah, she can't stand it. And so I can legitimately call her and say, guess what, Gail? <laughs> yeah. She's doing good, by the way, before you ask, she's doing really All well. All right. Well, yeah. you know, I'm always going to say that because I'm her biggest fan. <laughs> I'm glad to hear that. Hey, so Dolly. Dolly, yes. Dolly, Dolly. I, her was, album's out all the way out. And, yep. And it was her birthday about a week ago. No, Two weeks happy ago. birthday, Dolly. Happy birthday, Dolly. We love you. Yeah. She, uh, I, I was watching her the other night over at Selby's, and I was listening and watching the uh, other songs that she's got on this album, this rock and roll it's a album. It's an album. I can't believe that woman is 80 years old doing this, <laughs> looking that good. <laughs> so yeah uh she I is was, our queen she is and she did one with miley and she did she did one with everybody really yeah it's, it's like she just picked anyway it's it's it was worth the time spent listening to it for sure and i'm gonna probably i'll probably buy the album most likely yeah i think i will too yep our album with the current residents is moving along pretty well and uh, we're working towards live performances again, uh, getting, getting the new people kind of, you know, 
up to up to speed with the way we do it. And Selby and I are making some. We actually are going to be playing in about two days. It'll be my first time playing out in public since before COVID. Oh, where are y'all going to be? Is it, is it private or is it? It, it is event? private. It's it's okay. a corporate event and they are celebrating finishing up some big project. And so uh -huh. it's just, just going to be he and I, and I think we are trying to talk to uh Yardman about coming out and helping us get set up and taking, doing video and stuff. And if we get some video, I'll send it your way if you're interested in it. Oh, it, you know, I am. And it, it's been a while since he and I did anything by ourselves, definitely pre COVID. And I, I think it's probably been about nine or 10 years was the last time that Selby and I were out doing our stuff, just the two of us. Well, so that would be fun. It makes me happy. And also it goes back to what you were saying earlier about, you know, 2024 feels like a whole bunch of new stuff and a whole bunch of good stuff. And mm -hmm. yes, it is an election year. Mm -hmm. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> and that does not make the world a happy place. But by golly, I think we are pretty strong and resilient right now. A lot of us. Yeah. And, I, and we're I ready mean to get moving. That's the that's the feeling is is things yes things are the way that they are but I'm ready to move I think <laughs> so yeah. hang on a minute excuse me I'm sorry my device is trying to talk to me Alexa notifications Lala there's one new notification from Alexa podcasts. New episode of Weird Mountain Gals on Amazon News. Listening to the murder, sleeping on the porch. A recap. Did you, you hear like that? Yeah. Yes. What? What? I just heard it's on Amazon. What? Yeah. Listening to the murder. Listen. Sleeping on the porch. A recap. Alexa, stop. And that's cool. It said uh, it came out with a notification, and it said. A, a podcast you like or a new pod a new episode of weird mountain gals is available would you like to listen to it <laughs> oh cool. Yay! Cool. i love it i love the timing of it because i i had nothing to do with that i did not tell it to do that at all that was pretty fancy i like that yes i wonder if anybody else gets their podcast from us that way i don't know I, i'll but i'll I, have to check into it but i need to go back and say to you what did 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 your device call you oh it called me lala oh okay because it sounded like you said mama i was like <laughs> whoa whoa no. no i wouldn't have answered um no it called me lala that's my that's my nickname I do know that. Yeah, yeah. So, yep. <laughs> <laughs> Things are interesting today. It's a magic synchronicity kind of day. <laughs> I love that. Me too. Me too. I really do. Yeah. And it's, you know what? We've said it before, and I'm going to say it again. Next time, let's get together on the porch if the weather's good. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Well, we, we have had 
such a weird mixed bag of weather <laughs> recently. I yeah. mean, we'll have a day that's in the 60s, and then it'll be followed by a really wet day in the 30s. So it's the time of year, my friend. You never know. It's that weather unpredictability right now. Yep. Do you, yep. on Facebook, do you ever look at WX South? No, what is that? It's a, he's a kind of grumpy weather guy. Um, and he, <laughs> evident, evidently, he uh, caters to a population that will pay him for his weather reports. Uh, companies like construction companies and stuff like that, they pay him for his weather report. And so he'll give you uh, a bit of a weather report on Facebook and he gives you a very thorough one if you, if you pay for it. But he's really accurate. And I don't know why I forgot he existed. I oh, really and tell me what he is again. WX what? WX South. Okay. I'll look him up. Yeah. Because, uh, you know, WX is what they, uh, is what they do for weather. That's what it stands right. for. Right. 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 There's also well, another one, and that is WX Risk. And he's pretty. Oh, nice. Yeah. Well, it's, you know, when it's somebody who actually knows what the weather's going to be, that just feels like a damn miracle, doesn't it? It really does. <laughs> it feels like a miracle. Because if we had had the amount of snow that has been predicted in the last three weeks, mm -hmm. we'd still be digging out. But somehow, magically, it never seems to happen, does it? No. Nope. Mm -mm. Well, interesting enough, 30 years ago... Let's, let's see, Graham County and Robbinsville, 30 years ago, the lowest officially recorded temperature ever known. It was a negative 14, and it was recorded up at Topoco Dump um, during a bad winter storm. It says Grandfather Mountain topped that with a whopping negative 34 degrees. It was the most intense cold wave to invade the South since the Great Arctic Outbreak of 1899. <laughs> and and that was what did you say that 1985 was? Oh, oh. and nice. and we had the great blizzard of what was that 93 90 i believe it was in 93 yeah. yep and which it was pretty horrible too but it i'll take crazy. a large amount of snow over an extended period of negative weather you know cold weather like that mm -hmm. i mean that's killing weather and i don't know and, what it did but and I, I feel incredibly blessed that we didn't lose power because i had a two and a half year old yeah and yeah. we didn't lose power uh joe walked into work because you know apd was downtown then so yeah, wow he walked was, through the blizzard to work he he walked, there was so much snow that, he, and of course he couldn't open the front gate. He walked <laughs> over it. The snow was so over hard it. back there that he could walk over the gate. Oh yeah, man, that was the big old days, wasn't it? Yeah. Just say, if y'all ever get old, one day you can go and say, well, back in my day, I had to walk to work. Back in the day. <laughs> golly, golly. <laughs> yep, yep. So what you been watching on the tube? Oh, golly, I've been watching this. It's an older show called William and Mary. 
and it's got Martin Clunes in it, who is the Doc Martin, plays Doc Martin. And it's about, he's a, he's an undertaker and he falls in love with a midwife and uh, it's just funny. It's a really funny show. Mm-hmm. I need some humor right now. We've mm-hmm. also been watching that show, The Bear. And uh, of course, what is it? That, well, it's a restaurant show, uh, ostensibly. Um, but the the fellow that's that's the star, you know, that's the main character, I guess, um, is Italian from an it- Italian American from an Italian American family. So we've been enjoying that part of it. Um, and he's a, a a highly trained and respected chef who returns to his hometown, which is Chicago to okay. run his brother's restaurant. His brother has committed suicide and oh. to run his brother's kind of greasy spoon restaurant. <laughs> so parts of it are really funny, but last night it was a flashback to Christmas Eve at their home, at their house with their mother and their whole extended family. And I'm telling you that thing was hard to watch because of the, the level of intoxication. It, a lot of people were drunk. Uh, a lot of people smoking cigarettes and a lot of people angry, violently mm. angry. And it threw me right back to my childhood. Mm. And, and I, I just kept going, okay, okay, just a show, just a show. We ain't living there no more. It was really weird. You know, so I'm, I'm enjoying the humor now more than anything else when I can find mm, humor. The rest of it, yeah. But, you know, I could not stop thinking about our conversation from the last time we talked comparing our past and it's, and yeah, yeah, it's, it's interesting because we both had some things that were hard, uh, but you had, you had a lot of things that were, hard. I had some things that were a little hard, but you had a lot of things that were hard. And, and, And here I am 50 years away, 50 plus years away from that. Mm-hmm. And I can look at it. I can give it a good hard look. Mm-hmm. But boy, when I think about some of that stuff, I'm I'm just astounded that I'm sitting here talking to you today. Well, it's wisdom. That's how you get wisdom. Hard one, hard one wisdom. That's exactly right. Oh, the sun just came out. Oh, and just brightened up the whole room, y'all. Mm-hmm. I'm sitting in my kitchen. Uh, y'all know I spend most, it feels like I spend most of my time in the kitchen. I'm sitting in the kitchen and suddenly it, it's like somebody turned on the Woo! light. Yep. I turned off. <laughs> I can oh, see so nice. a little bit out the window and it does look nice and bright out there, but it also looks a little bit chilly. Hey, so speaking of yeah. weather and stuff, it's, it's midwinter. It's emerald tomorrow. It ain't midwinter. It is spring and on my calendar. I midwinter. Know that. I, I know it. Mid midwinter for me. And I'm not telling anybody else how to celebrate it or or acknowledge when it is. But for me, midwinter is the solstice, the winter solstice. Mm-hmm. So Imolk, which uh starts at sundown tonight, uh, is for me the very earliest beginning of spring. Mm-hmm. So, and, and you know, nobody has to believe that if they don't believe it. That's fine. I ain't your boss. No. <laughs> no, I know you're not. Uh, um, and I don't know why I've always thought of it 
as midwinter. I really don't know why. I don't. Yeah, I, I mean, that's just as good as anything. Yeah, yeah. It, it's it's an a, a important time for me though. But with you and all the agriculture background, you know, you plant and you're the herbalist and and all that. I know that this is the time your brain is engaged, isn't it? Girl, when I get off here with you, I'm going to do a ruthless moral inventory of my seeds for this year so I can start laying in supplies for seeds, especially the early ones. Now, I already bought, because this is how I run, I've already bought my little French breakfast radishes. I've got two or three packages of that. I got onion sets that are ready to go in the ground. I planted onions back in, well... Excuse me, I can't remember if it was early December or in November. So I've already got spring onions up for in. Wow. Yep. So wow. um, so yeah, and I'm already looking at planting those early brassicas, the broccoli, cauliflower. I might even put some cabbages in. So yeah, I'm already. I'm on it. I'm on it. This is going to be a good year for it. I hope definitely. so. I think I'm going to be home so I can battle the damn voles. Mm. Battling them. The and battle maybe of voles. The battle of Byron and the voles. Well, it's so, a vole or a groundhog. Which would you rather battle? Um. Well, I have battled groundhogs. Haven't we all? And yes, they ain't no fun. And voles, but voles are underground. It makes them a little trickier to find. But, I, you know, I will prevail. Have you ever had any luck or have you ever tried one of those sonic things that you put in? I have ground? not. And a couple of friends of mine told me that works pretty well. I, I, I may know. do that. I may just buy me a little tiny terrier and just let it live in the garden. What you yeah. digging over there, Buster? Oh, <laughs> look, you got you a bowl. Good for you. <laughs> well, I've no experience with the the sonic thing, but I, I think that it's an interesting thought, but it, mm -hmm. there's also that thought of, well, really, do you want to disturb the earth like that? But well, yeah, yeah I don't know. I'm weird about, I'm weird. I admit it. No, I know that. I mean, if it's weird, I'm weird too. <laughs> yeah. I, I found the things that I know repel them out. I've planted a bunch of those and my buddy Crystal gave me this um, homemade deterrent powder that is bacon bacon soda and sugar and something else that deters them oh okay so I'm, I'll make me another batch of that and get that in the ground too but I mean uh, they don't like daffodils so it means I'm gonna have a lot of pretty daffodils in my garden nice in just nice. probably a few weeks they're up already they are oh yes I need to get and my snowdrops. My snowdrops are blooming. I, I posted a picture of them on the on the Facebook today. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yes. I love snowdrops. I Me do. Too. We're They're really so lucky. Beautiful. We, I also found you because you know me. I'm a cheapskate if 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 there ever was one. So I was out at the fresh market last week looking for fresh Brussels sprouts. Mm -hmm. And I found the fresh Brussels sprouts, but I also found they had little primroses in little plastic pots and they were half price. And I was like, woohoo, because I love primroses. So I 
I got two of them, and not only were were they half price, they were cheaper than half price. Wow! So then I went back a couple of days later and got two more of them, and then the price was different then because you know that's how it works. You don't know what that what the hell the price is going to be. Yeah. It was always the the thing about going to Kmart. It might say on the rack, it's going to cost this much money. And you'd get to the front and they go, oh, no, no, that's $3 less. Uh, okay, well, let me go back and get two more of them then. Yeah. I remember those days. My goodness. <laughs> we were talking about the Kmart on uh, Patton Avenue the other day. And my friend, <laughs> who's also a native of the area, she was able to tell me the exact layout of the store. She said, do you remember they had the snacks? You could go in and get it from a popcorn cart and blah, 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 blah. And they had the backpack <laughs> over here. And I used to go get such and such over here. And I said, are you talking about Sky City or Kmart? No, girl, it's Kmart. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Yep. Kmart, let me tell you. We spent, we spent so many hours over there. Did you? Um, I am. I understand now that uh, Bob Engel owns it. Oh, so they're they're probably going to put in a one of those big massive Engels. Well, fine. I mean, there, there's an Engels right at the corner of Lester Highway and Patton Avenue, but it's a it's one of the old ones. Yeah. Uh, Who knows that's, what they'll do? From what I understand, the very first one was in Biltmore. And then the second one was at the top of Haywood Road. Is that right? Now, I thought that was I thought that was the first one. That Maybe. was a colon it was a colonial store, I think was what it was. Or maybe it was a Winn Dixie. No, the Winn Dixie was farther down. Yeah. Anyway, I think that was the first one because that's where Eng Bob Engel, I think, was the produce man. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, we we went to both of those because of moving. And uh -huh. I remember, I remember seeing Mr. Engel because they're the at the one in Biltmore, he would occasionally cart your groceries out to your car every oh. now and then, and everybody knew his name. And I remember thinking, thinking that the nicest people were all redheads, aren't they? Because <laughs> he had bright red hair. He and did. I, yes, and of course, I now the internet says that redheads have no soul. And that we are mean ass people, but whatever. Mr. Ingalls was nice back then, but I don't know. I kind of resent how big they got. And I and I I know that this is a me thing because honestly, I'm glad that a local businessman has done well. Um, but I really I really am sorry that that one place on the hill there at the bottom of Bear Creek Road is has been sold and is gonna be developed. They they just knock that house down, and they're oh, digging I it up. I hadn't heard that. I'm sorry. Oh, it's awful. It's it looks awful now. I noticed first. I noticed the signs going up, and then the next thing you know, literally within about a day, the entire big giant house on the hill was gone. It was just a pile of wood, and now the all the woods back behind it have been taken down, and you just see the orange clay underneath it. It's just like a sore. It looks like just a sore. And it's and is that so is that so we can have another <laughs> grocery store? I doubt it'll be a grocery store. I'll bet you it'll because of the, the highway system, I bet it'll end up being condos. Yeah. yeah. Or a hotel or something. 
or apartments or something. Yeah. Yeah. So they might have sold it. They may still own it. I don't know. But it it went from being a place that I love to drive past. And I would look at it and I would every year I'd say, I wonder who lives up there. Then I finally realized, well, that place is empty and has been for a long time. And mm -hmm. I, then the thought turned around to, uh, I wonder if I could get permission to go hunt on that property. Oh, yeah. It looked like it would have been really, really good place to forage. And well, I never did. I, it makes me sad that they didn't let somebody salvage the house. Yeah, why? Is That used to be a thing that got done, is that people, a team would come in and they'd salvage a house and take the doors and the windows and whatever was of any kind of value. Yeah. Well, I've seen houses around here moved, especially, yeah. you know, nice homes. Well, this might have been too big to move because it looked like it was a, one of those grand old southern plantation style homes up on the hill. So it might well, have been too big to move. But, but it also, well, we moved Richmond Hill. The whole thing? We moved that big old, the, the Richmond house at Richmond Hill. We moved that in the 80s. I didn't know that. Wow. Yes. Well, I mean, it's burned down now, so mm -hmm. it got moved and then somebody torched it. But yeah, that was moved. But it may not have been in the good enough condition or some greedy guts might have decided it was just quicker to knock the damn thing down and send it to the landfill so they could get on with building some <laughs> little places that are going to cost somebody upwards of half a million dollars. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's what do you more call like what it is. Most likely. Although I kind of think it'll end up being a hotel because I've seen all the hotels that are coming well, up. Well, also, can I say that that is another crappy reason? Because we don't need we don't need another <laughs> hotel. No. We do not. No. We need to preserve some of the things that made us us. And I think it's about almost too late for that. Uh, I think it is too late, personally. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, as long as there are I mean, because we're not just our buildings. We no. This area, just like every other place, part of what makes us us is an attitude. But you know what? You can't drive by an attitude and look at it and get a good feeling, can you? But and but, you know what? You can't you can't keep a cultural narrative going when the people have moved in outnumber the people who hold the cultural narrative. Yeah. Oh, I, I believe me. I know that group that I monitor. <laughs> holy moly. They taught me that lesson. Damn. Who did? Um, I'm sorry. I missed it. That that group, that other group that I monitor that I'm always griping about. Oh you know? yeah. So it's up around 84, 8,500 people now. And I they can't don't know, believe. They do not know <laughs> from Shinola. And I know yeah. you're going to have to crow that out, but leave in the Shinola part. I will. Do you know what Shinola it's... is? Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and honestly, I would know the difference. <laughs> but well, I've never seen Shinola. I'm, I'm just, I'm, I don't even know. I don't even have a verb to go with it. It's just, it's depressing. It's annoying. Just the level of sheer arrogance in that group. Well, they know everything about everything. Don't you dare correct me about something. Well, I ain't going to correct nobody about nothing. If they decide that the most important thing for them to do 
is to go out and cut up some dried rhododendron and put it in their little cauldron and burn it and they they get sick from it i ain't, i ain't saying nothing oh too bad you might have checked you might ought to have checked what burning that plant material was going to do but you didn't have to cuz you already knew everything everything there is to know yeah there's some of that Good. going on let them i'm busy and i'm not i don't want to waste my time with people who know everything Nope. <laughs> well but i mean it makes me it makes me feel bad for the people who really genuinely want to learn and they're just being fed a bunch of crap there's but not very many of them that really want to learn yeah yeah not, well. not that i've seen not that i've seen i've well, seen people who know. really want to sell stuff by god and, they really know so that's all that matters yeah whatever well, let them just let them just go their own way. They can go their own way. They <laughs> go their own way. <laughs> well, it was funny yesterday. Speaking of YouTube, we are. I think I told you earlier we are working on my uh, my website. Me and right. and Annie, mostly Annie, um, and uh she i sent her she said we need some videos that'd be nice on here and i went okay and i sent her one that was a facebook thing and she said no no i can't use this don't you have anything like on youtube and i thought well i bet i do so i plugged my name into youtube you're everywhere I, stuff, I, I hadn't seen stuff 10 years i went well that's a long time ago huh yeah. look how short my hair is yeah <laughs> Yeah. So that you, was a lot of fun. Yeah. Well, that's you're all over YouTube. Well, Did at you some point, I guess I need to do me a YouTube channel. True. We've got a Weird Gals channel. Do we? How nice. Yes. And I, I convert over our podcast into a YouTube video and it goes up every every time we do a podcast. Um wow. Did you know that? Yeah. And I, I'm glad I did because as, as I'm learning about video and stuff and I feel like, I feel like a growing number of people are listening to their stuff from this YouTube algorithm, you know? And, huh. Oh yeah. Yeah. We're there. We, we have probably 99 subscribers or so. Oh, so it's, it's that's not a huge sweet. amount. Thank <laughs> yeah. Thank you very much. So it's, it's not a it's not a huge amount of subscribers, but we didn't really try to get anyone. We just kind of set it up, you know. So, yeah, there you have it. Wow. We should do stuff all the. I, I'm interested. Did you send her a link from face from a Facebook Live? Yeah, is that what you're saying? Yeah, and she said no, this won't work. And then I sent her about half a dozen things that are on YouTube already. Really? That whoever did. The recording, you know, their interviews with me. Whoever did it went ahead and put it on on YouTube. So did. there was stuff there was stuff there, which was it was kind of fun, fun yeah. to see. Yeah, she sound. I mean, what I've seen looks really good, really good. Well, and uh -huh. let me give a shout out to her. Her name is Annie, and her um, service is called the Editing Pen. Nice. And she does editing, of course, but she also does websites and all kinds of stuff. And she's yeah. amazing. She sounds like an amazing person. The editing pen. I'll make sure and put her link up too. 
Okay, please so, do. Yeah. Yep, yep. I'm going to try and bring us back to now it's spring. Do you have ah. any advice for, see, there? there's a certain number of people out there who listen to you that live in the city. They don't have access to gardens. And a, a lot of the things that you and I talk about have to do with being outdoors. But as a person who might celebrate that, that holiday or that Sabbath or whatever it is referred to, do you have any advice for how, how can you celebrate that if you're stuck inside somewhere? Well, and a lot of people are, we are just blessed here that we almost always have um, a little break in the weather end of January, 1st of February, but mm -hmm. then we get slammed again at the vernal equinox in March. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, I guess the one thing I would tell everybody, and I hadn't thought of this, but my buddy Jeannie Dunn, who is out at Red Moon Herbs out in Candler, mm -hmm. she laid down some uh, fire cider and she did it, not, said it, said she was doing it for Emilk. And mm -hmm. Emilk is, you know, that's a holiday that is dedicated to Bridget, uh, who is a goddess and a saint and, a, you know, Irish holy woman, whatever. Um, and I never thought of that because one of the things that is sacred to Bridget is fire. So it's considered oh. a fire festival. So it makes perfect yeah. sense to lay down some fire, fire cider. That's a great so idea. If, so if you have not done that, and I did it about 10 days ago, I think, laid down a new batch of it because I had gone through everything I'd done so far. Uh, it would be a wonderful way to honor a fire festival by laying down some fire cider. That's a great idea. That's a really great yeah. idea. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's all kinds of things you can do. Um, there is a you know, folklorically, um, it's believed that Bridget and her cow travel the world, and they and she, the two of them bless the house and bless the children, and sometimes even. She even brings little gifts to the children. It's it's really a sweet kind of folk custom. Mm -hmm. So one of the things you can do, and I just did that because I'm going to lay it out tonight, is that you can create what's called the bride's bed or Bridget's bed. Mm -hmm. And it's just a little kind of comfortable thing that Bridget can take a break and and rest on. And I don't know how much of the rest of it goes along with um with uh, Father Christmas and uh, and Santa Claus, but you leave a little bowl of oats for Bridget's cow, and you leave a little uh, uh, a little tot of whiskey for her, and maybe a cookie or something. And she comes in and blesses the hearth and has a little nap, and then heads on out again with her gal. <laughs> so with her cow, yeah, you can do that. It's it's a sweet thing to do with kids. My daughter and I did that all the time. Uh, and we'd leave like a little chocolate chip on her on her pillow. So she had a little <laughs> chocolate on her pillow. Nice. Um, and then the other thing that gets done, and of course, as with everything in the world, some people believe that Emilk happens sundown tonight. That's what I do. And it's a three-day festival. Other people say, no, it's not till February the 2nd. Other people say that it's the midpoint between the solstice and equinox, which makes it, I think, this year, February the 5th or 6th. It doesn't matter when you celebrate it. It really does not. 
So whatever way you want to celebrate it, do that. So tonight I will lay out a piece of cotton fabric outside to collect the healing dew and to, to collect the blessing of Bridget as she as she toddles through the land. Mm. And normally I've got, you know, some cotton. It should always be something biodegradable. Usually I've got a little cotton hanging around somewhere, but I just not have not had a minute to look for it. And so we went today to the grocery store and we went to that little Humane Society thrift store that I just love. And I thought, well, we'll stop at the fabric store on the way back. And I'll get a half of half a yard of muslin. It'll be fine. But instead, I did a little video of it on Facebook. I bought a, a Christmas themed cotton shirt and I cut it up. Okay. And I washed it and now it's drying over on the rack. Oh. And I'm going to put that out today. So I got all all the muslin I could want to be, and it's called the brotch, which is Bridget's cloak. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got all that I need to make cluties for next year. I mean, for mm-hmm. the rest of the year. For 50 cents. Wow. You did good. Did really I done good. good. <laughs> so well, that's a lot of fun stuff to do. I might even make some soda bread later. I don't know. I love soda bread. We talked about Thank that you. before on the podcast. And how, how our... The generation in front of mine called it sodi bread. Sodi bread. <laughs> and it had like four ingredients, but it's the best yeah. bread you ever want to taste. It is so <laughs> easy. And I've also got some um, um, some buttermilk, and that always makes it nice and sweet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. So have you been cooking up a storm since you've been home? Uh, you know, I haven't really. I mean, uh, we had one of those rotisserie chickens. Uh, last week and mm-hmm. then I made um, I you know cleaned off the carcass and boiled it up and made some really good soup nice, Very uh, nice. I sauteed yeah I sauteed some onion celery carrot and then uh, it was boiling up that carcass and then put the two things together with a little salt and pepper and mm. yummy it's tasty yeah that does sound good I'm in I'm in a soup mood so that yes, sounds really good well, to me feels like soup weather. That's what I had for lunch. I heated up the last oven, had it for lunch yeah. today. I've got some chicken and mushroom kind of broth that I mm. I think I'll probably, I'll probably heat that up in a little bit. Oh, <laughs> that sounds yes. Oh, and you know, mushrooms. all of it sounds yummy uh, for me. That's, that's why I have this little weight issue. So <laughs> <laughs> I do love to eat. Honestly, I do. Well, and you cook well. So if I cooked like you, I'd be eating all the time. I ain't a great cook because I'm, you know. I think you're a good cook, cook really good cook. I want to cook when I want to cook, but sometimes I'd be perfectly happy to eat, cut up an apple and a hunk of cheese Mm -hmm. and uh, a cup of uh, sleepy time tea. (laughs) Yep. You know, I remember thinking, because I in 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 my thirties and forties, I was eating out at restaurants all the time because mm-hmm. of my job. And I remember Gary and I had this conversation one time about how older people don't eat much, and it's they just don't eat much. They they would 
you know, get a meal and split it with the other one or get a meal and take half of it home. And I remember telling him or he and I, we, we came to the conclusion that it wasn't because they were too broke to eat and that they had to do that for money. It was because they really didn't want to eat anymore. And I remember us asking each other, well, you think we're going to do that when we get old? And he, he was saying, well, I don't know. I really like to eat, you know. And now we both do it. We we do that all the time. It's like yeah. the older yeah. you get, the less the less you want. As far it's like I don't want to just stuff my mouth full of any old thing. I want to eat something good quality, and then I'll be done with it. That's you know. But anyway, out yeah, it used to be every yeah. It used to be every time we'd go to a a Mexican restaurant or a Chinese restaurant, the portions were so big. Mm -hmm. then you know you bring half of it home which is not bad so you pay fifteen dollars for a meal and then it really is two meals and then that's seven fifty a meal and then might even be three meals i don't know it just depends on how much is left over but you lately especially when i'm on the road i have found the things because i love mexican food i have mm -hmm. found the things in a mexican restaurant that I, I will eat all, of, I can eat all of it. So I Such don't as? do one of those. I'd like the number seven, Speedy Gonzalez with the beans and the blah, 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 because I don't eat the rice. I do like beans, but I don't eat the rice. <clears throat> so lately I've just been getting a quesadilla. Nice. And whatever comes with that. So it'll be like a vegetable quesadilla and it'll have a little bit of guacamole or sour cream or something. And that's, that's usually enough. And I'll have some chips, you know, chips and salsa. Yeah. Well, surprisingly, then, the Mexican restaurants, a lot of them do a really good chicken soup. They put oh, avocado yeah. in it. Yeah. So it's really good. I'm surprised about it. As speaking of Gary, he's the one who turned me on to that. Because when he gets sick, <laughs> that's, where I, that's where he wants his chicken soup from. Is a Mexican restaurant. They put nice. you, you see the cilantro and the and you can see the the avocado and yeah, it just it's got an interesting but very good taste. Oh mm -hmm. man, I must be hungry. I must, you must be. be. I'm not because I had soup. I already had soup. Oh, I have some soup. Yes, I'm gonna have some soup. That's what I'm gonna do. <laughs> good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we cooked a turkey. Not too when, the other day. When did you cook a turkey? What Friday? When? I guess. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's great! You got a ton of food now. Well, yeah, I took a bunch to mom. Mom got half of it, and then it turns into turkey salad and you know stuff like that. So turkey I like hash, to, love that. Turkey, I I don't know. I've never had that, but I like to put turkey on a salad. I know that sounds gross. Just no, people. it does not. It sounds delicious. Yeah, it's good. So turkey, that's turkey tetrazzini. Ooh. But nice. just turkey with pasta. Turkey and pasta. Yeah, you can do that. I, I do like turkey. I really do. And every time I think I think, well, that's one less morel eating turkey. <laughs> Except your turkey is not a wild turkey. So Right. And I it may not morels. be helping you. Yeah. Morel, morel pickers. Y'all are pitiful. Well, I'm I'm pitiful now that the woods have been overtaken by people who don't don't care. They just they just want to get as much as they can, and they don't care if they wipe out 
the next generation of it or not. They just don't give a damn. So no, that's exactly anyway. right. And now, you know, foraging is hot. Ooh, I'm um, gonna take a I'm gonna take a class in foraging. Oh, I'm gonna love that. I'm gonna love that. And you're right, the ethics of it are really, really important. Yeah. Um, and it's not just, I mean, I, I will sing the song of don't don't be pulling no ginseng, you damn person. Yeah. Um, I'll sing that over and over because, you know, saying is it's really important and it's really, really endangered. But that mm -hmm. it's true for everything now. Yep. You know, you should plant if you can ever find any ginseng seeds, you should plant some just in case. Uh just I have. I have done that. Takes a while for it to come back yeah. up. But and yeah, good. um and I'm part of this group called Forest Farmers. It's a uh it's a Facebook group, but it's local forest farmers. And they are really, really good. The gal that runs that is just amazing. Uh, that that we need more of that, more yeah. of that, more yeah. ethical. But well, I tell people if you got land, grow grow the stuff you're going to use. Mm -hmm. Grow the stuff that's going away, just as much of it as you can, and then <clears throat> put up new trespassing signs. Yeah, <laughs> somebody somebody needs to. All of us, really, if we have property, we need to try and keep it as long as we can, you know, and keep it in the state that it is as long as we can. And it could be really important to humans in general to keep our, our land as much of it as we can. Where do you think medicine starts out? I mean, exactly. so much of so much of our land of our, excuse me, medicine began in the Amazon forest. And here. And well, here, of course. Yeah. 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 So oh, I watched a, a documentary on that the other day and got mad all over again. <laughs> it's awful. And I, I'm working so hard on because I don't I my family is known as people with quick tempers. Yeah. So when my daughter was born, I worked really hard for it not to be a quick temper. I would literally count to 10 oh. and, and then just go, OK, no, I'm not going to flame out. <laughs> but the thing is, I get mad about stuff. I get so mad. Yeah. And it's, it's usually not a anything I can do a damn thing about. I just get mad. It's hard, though, because that's that might be a triggered reaction that you get triggered it might by. Be. And well, and maybe what I need to do is just go, do you really care? No, I don't really care. And just not care about a lot of stuff and go, you know, it's it's screwed up, but there nothing I can do about it. And so here's what I'm gonna do is not care about it. It's a lot easier to do that, I'll I'll say. Mm -hmm. but I mean, I can't do it about everything, but I can do about some things. Yeah. Yeah. That that it's an expectation thing. I've worked on that for years with myself of, you know, being too attached to certain ideas yeah. and certain things and and the media really wants us to be wound up all the time, all the time. Something's yeah. going to have to scare you. Something's going to threaten you. So it's all it's all about keeping us just jumpy. Ratings. I don't want to be jumpy. It's all about the ratings, baby. Yep. <laughs> yep. Well, listen, I'm going to have to wrap it up here. I just looked at the clock a minute ago and I realized, oh, hey, me too. I, me too. I got right, to get the blood out of give them a donation of Corbin blood and see what they do with it. So <laughs> see what they're going to figure out about you. They'll well, figure out 
that I'm weird. Thank you all for listening to us again. We uh, we love to do it, apparently, or we'd have got <laughs> out of this racket a while back. Oh, yeah. Well, part of it is we, we enjoy talking to each other, but the other yes. part is I have loved getting to meet everybody. That, Me too. You know, the folks who communicate with us. Man, that's been fun. And I've made some friends that will probably be my friends for life, I guess. Anyway. Yep. Me too. So, Me too. Yeah, so it's been worth it just for that. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I'm going to hit the road here in a minute. I'm hydrated and I've talked to my blood veins. And I said, you're going to be good. So, They're going to be good. Yeah. Bye, darling. Bye. Bye. See you. Hey, thank you for spending your time with us here at Weird Mountain Gals. We sure do appreciate it. You know, I know time is the most important thing we have, so I promise that if you take your time to listen to us, we'll take our time to continue to be weird. Many thanks to Sunslice Records for all the help. We couldn't do it without you, Craig. Check out our social media for information, community, or a few laughs. W-Y-R-D Mountain Gals. W-Y-R-D Radio.